to kick off the show. This bloke doesn't need his tyres pumped up anymore, <laughs> in my opinion. Well, I think happy to talk to him. I think I think he does too. This is he's probably got one of the most famous night watchman innings you'll ever see. Oh, no, we're, not, we're not talking about the two hundred. No, no way known. <laughs> I, I, we're not going there. <laughs> I, I'll, it'll, it'll come up, but uh, we're joined by Jason Gillespie. He's the coach of the Adelaide Strikers, looking to get us some silverware in BBL 07. But Dizzy, welcome to 5AA and welcome to Stumps. No, thanks for having me, guys, and thanks for bringing up the double ton. That was brilliant. <laughs> I didn't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've never known a bloke. You use it so well. You know, there'd be people that would run around and, you know, be... be um, uh, singing from the trees, you just you you use it in in a manner that that has massive effect. You know when guys, oh, you know some of the best players in the world get a double century. And I'll see a tweet come out from you. Uh, Welcome to the club. Absolutely brilliant the way you do it. Oh, it's all all a bit of fun, Scooby. You, you got to run with it. You know, you, whenever whenever I mention it in a um, in a group setting, you just hear a collective groan. Um, you know, I was, I, we were playing at um, uh, Saka Chairman's Eleven on Friday versus the MCC, and and Wayne Flipper Phillips, a good mate of yes, yours, was yep. uh, was sprouting about his uh, 159 against Pakistan, and uh, and I couldn't help but uh, just um, you know mention you know how, how do you go flipping 160s in a test match? Because I found it quite tough, and. Um, and and then there was just an absolute collective groan from everyone that was there, and uh, I left it at that. It's very rare, as you know, Scoob, to get one up on Flipper, because um, he's an absolute genius. Well, mate, I'll you know. tell you a funny story about the personality uh, of Flipper, and we'll get on to some of uh, our serious talk in a minute, um, Diz, but my first test match, I made a golden duck in the first innings. I came out to the second innings, and Flipper was not out, about four, say uh, yeah. three or four. And as I walked out, and he met me in the middle of the pitch, and he said, how many great test centuries have you seen made? Now, I was fair to go, I, I couldn't speak, I was that nervous. And this bloke wandered up and he said, how many great test centuries have you seen made? And I, I, my eyes were just wide, I couldn't speak. And he said, just hang around for a while because you're about to see one. <laughs> now, he made 94. <laughs> He got Did to he really? 94, oh, wow. which was absolutely brilliant. But I'll, I'll never, ever forget it as long as I live. No, without a doubt, one of the funniest men that's, um, that's ever, ever uh, played cricket, that's for sure. He's a great man for the... Diz, we'll, we'll get on to the Adelaide Strikers at the moment because we had one of uh, someone who's going to be helping you out in the, in the camp. Greg Blewett joined us last week here on Stumps. And uh, yep. you've got your assemble quite a... A, a cast of South Australian All-Stars to uh, take the Strikers to the BBL crown. How'd you do that? Oh, we, uh, yeah, get a few people involved. We, you know, uh, we wanted to have good people around and to, uh, you know, with the players and support staff to, to, to help these guys go and achieve their goals and uh, as individuals and, and as a collective. And, you know, just just having having uh, good guys around that can can offer support and help to the players. Uh, is, you know, it is all about the players and 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 how we can help them. Uh, I've always said there's a reason why we're called support staff it's for that very reason. So, um, so yeah, Bluey is a is a fantastic addition. Um, you know, he's combining his commitments with the South Australian Under 19s, um, the Redbacks, and uh, with the Strikers. So we just feel that you know any any, any knowledge he can. In part, um, you know, in conversations and and his nous 
you know, with our, with our players will be uh, absolutely fantastic. From a player perspective, these guys coming from interstate, Peter Siddle's become part of the strikers yep. unit this year. How long do you get yep. them before your first game? Because they've basically just shut down the, the Shield season in preparation for the VBL. How long do you see them before your first game? Yeah, it's good. We, um, this year, for instance, um, everyone gets released from their um, states uh, around now. Um, and it might vary a day or two because after the last round of Shield cricket, the players will go back to their state. They just get to um, you know, have final checkups uh, with the respective people in their state. And then they officially get released to the franchises. So um, from a striker's point of view, all our lads come together. Uh, December 11, um, our, our overseas players, Colin Ingham and Rashid Khan, arrive on the 15th. Um, and our first game, uh, we've only got one game before Christmas this year uh, against the Sydney Thunder at Adelaide Oval on the 22nd. So we've got a nice little lead-in. We've got a couple of uh, internal practice matches and, uh, and some training sessions. And, um, yeah, we'll be good to go. Diz, how do you manage, considering the fact we're around Christmas, how do you, how do you go about telling players, you know, Oh, by the way, while you're tucking a Christmas lunch, maybe watch the carb intake a little bit because these guys are professional athletes at the moment. Does it make it difficult being around the holiday period? Uh, uh, look, I, I don't think so. Um, you know, I like to treat players that, that I work with as as, uh, as grown men. Um, they're, they're big enough to make their own decisions no around Christmas. No, I'm not. I'm not a fan of curfews. Um, I've always believed if you treat. Uh, Treat men like kids, they'll act like kids. So, um, you know, treat them like adults and you, um, you know, you, you, you put the trust back in the player, uh, belief that they'll, they'll be responsible and, uh, and, and they'll do the right thing. But as it comes to Christmas, so Christmas Day for me, um, that's family time and, and lads, it's, it's up to them how they want to go about that. But the lads realise we're, we're, we're getting together. We're flying to Sydney on the 27th to prepare for a game. Um, the following day, so um, they're aware of that. Um, so it's absolutely no problem. So the lads, after our game on the 22nd, all the interstate lads will head home for uh, for some family time over the Christmas break, and then we'll all, all meet up in, in Sydney and prepare for our next game. Does, um, let's talk about you individually as a coach. Do you... Uh, obviously, you're, you're making a career of it. You had... Great success yep. at Yorkshire. You, you're going back to Sussex. Where do yep. you want to be in five years' time? Are you going to be coach of an international team? Is that where you, Jason Gillespie wants to finish up as a coach? Yeah, I, yeah, it's a good question, uh, Scoob. I sort of toy with it myself sometimes, and um, I, I think you know, I think I would if an opportunity was presented uh, and I felt I could make a difference. Uh, it would be certain something, something I'd strongly consider. Um, our family situation obviously plays a, plays a role. Uh, We've got four kids under the age of 12. Um, so, you know, and, and we moved back from England, funnily enough. We moved mm. back, you know, so the kids can grow up in Australia. Um, you know, you mentioned Sussex and, and you know, the main reason I'm, I'm, I've, I've agreed to that role. Um, obviously, the, the obvious being I, I love county cricket and I think I can help, but I think I can make a difference at the county. But um, I, I'm not committed, like I was at Yorkshire, which I was committed to the full all year round there. Um, I'm only required for the summer months uh, during the during the actual cricket season. So 
we feel as a family um, with a couple of trips over uh, for them to come and visit that we can make that work. Um, then I'll essentially have half the year um, in South Australia and half the year uh, in the UK. So we feel we can make that work. Um, but international cricket is a lot more, isn't it? It's, um, you know, I know the Australian coaching staff, you know, D- Darren Lehman, for instance, you know, he, he spends up to 300 days a year um, away from away from his home. And uh, that, that's a long time away. And, and I, you know, right now, I think it, I'd, I'd have to uh, have a conversation with uh, with Mrs. G, obviously. Um, but look, <laughs> I, I, until, you, until you actually put into that situation where there's an offer there on the table, um, it, it's hard to know whether you would actually take it or not. Dizzy, just as an extension of that, you mentioned earlier how well you know English county cricket. What's yep. the best grounding for an international player? We always felt that Sheffield Shield cricket was uh, as good a grounding anywhere in the world. Where do you put Sheffield Shield cricket and county cricket in producing international players, the standard of play? Yeah, look, I'm obviously a huge fan of Shield cricket. I always have been. Um, and, and I think it's a, it's a wonderful competition. Um, you know, um, you know, there's been a bit of criticism about it. You know, are the very best players playing week in, week out? Um, are we tinkering around a bit too much? Um, you know, all, all these all these um, questions get asked. You know, with the break with BBL now, how's that changed the complexion of domestic, not only Shield cricket, but one-day cricket in Australia? Um, you know, I still think there's work to do to get that right. Um, but, you know, I don't envy the administrators. It's a tough ask with the BBL being the beast that it is now. Um, how, how I like to uh, describe it, Scoob, when people ask me the difference of Shield Creek County Cricket, I, I, I think Div- Division 1 County Cricket um, is, is pretty close to Shield Cricket. Um, but I think, and I think some games in Division 2 um, you know, are, are of a very good standard. I, I think it's probably the bottom, the bottom half of the Division 2 table. Um, that's where I mean, and the differences are there's not not many quick bowlers. Um, you know, you might have one seam bowler to get through, and the rest are sort of medium paces. Um, and you're playing on, you know, sometimes some lower and slower surfaces that just nibble around a bit, um, more akin to club surfaces here in in Australia. Um, so I would say that a good quality Division One cricket played on the Test grounds in the UK. There's not a lot of difference, but I think it does drop away when you get to Division 2. Diz, just going on that, having known the uh, the county system so intimately, uh, does it surprise you that England have struggled so much in the first two tests compared to the Aussies? Um, uh, that's a good question. I short answer is a little bit, I'm a little bit surprised, um, but at the same time, I think the the pace and and relentlessness of our three fast bowlers has been nothing short of sensational. Um, I think they're at the peak, you know I think Mitchell Stark, Joshy Hazelwood, I think they're at the peak of their powers. I think Pat Cummins, although how well he's bowled so wonderfully well, there's still improvement to be made there. And and look out when when he's at the peak of his powers as well. So I think we're seeing a wonderful generation of fast bowlers um, and then backed up by, you know, the greatest off-spinner Australia's produced, Nathan Lyon. I think England have just been caught on the hop a bit. Um, 
you know, and, and it's a step up. You know, you got to understand these county cricketers that you know guys are on their first tour. You know, they're not facing the consistent speeds uh, that the Australians are, are dishing out. They, they might face the odd odd short spell from a from a quick bowler in England. Um, when Chris, I've seen Chris Wokes crank it up to 90 mile an hour in the UK in 145 k's. You know, Liam Plunkett can do that, but there, there aren't Stuart Broad when he gets it right can crank it up. But but you know they're few and far between um, at county level. But most guys operate around the 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 130 to 135k k hour mark. Um, so it is a bit of a step up. But look, I, I think the the England players um, they'll only learn from that and get better. Um, but it's going to be a pretty hard hard ask for them. And uh, I don't think it's going to to be honest. I don't think it's going to get any easier for them when they get to Perth. Dizzy, back to the big bash. What? Do you expect, or what can we expect to see from the strikers? What, what are their strengths? What are the, the, the key ingredients that are going to be um, the, the winning combination for you guys to uh, to be really competitive in the Big Bash League this year? Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, it's the things we've sort of reviewed at the end of last year. We've got, we've had a bit of personnel change, to be honest. So it's uh, it's not far from being a, a, a pretty different side. Um, but where we think we, we can improve um, is impacting with the ball, um, especially in the first six overs. Um, we think a real strength of ours, we've signed Rashid Khan, the Afghanistan league spinner, um, and we really think he can have an impact, particularly in those middle overs and, and maybe towards the, the back half of the innings. Um, we think that's going to be a real strength of ours, our, our slow bowling options, because we've got a few slow bowling options. Um, where I think we can be better and the the numbers probably back that up is um, is in our first six overs. You know, we need to look to take wickets. Um, you know, that, that's one area where we probably haven't been as effective as, as we can be. So we're really hoping for a bit of improvement uh, there this this season. Um, you know, we've got a, a number of fine bowlers. Um, you know, you mentioned Peter Siddle, who we've recruited. Recruited Nick Winter, left-arm swing bowler. Um, we've also got Billy Stanlake, um, Ben Lachlan, Michael Nessa. And, you know, so we feel that we've got some bowling to, uh, to impact early uh, and give ourselves that, that, that opportunity. Um, and then I, I suppose with, with everything, I, I think we, we certainly need to um, be a little bit more effective in the field. Um, and, and I think with a bit of a turnover of players and, and we've got a bit of an injection of, of younger guys, uh, we think that... Um, you know, that'll essentially take care of itself. Well, hopefully um, we've had some pretty... We've made to the semi-finals in uh, previous BBL seasons and hopefully you can take us to to the promised land there, Diz. But uh, we've taken up far <laughs> too much of your time there, big fella. And thanks for joining us here on Stumps this afternoon on 5AA. And uh, best of luck and um, hope you have a great Christmas and a successful BBL. Yeah, thank you, guys. And, and you too. Hope you guys enjoy your Christmas with your families. And, uh, yeah, l- looking forward to the Big Bash. We just want to see a really good competition and, and see those crowds continue to grow. And, um, you know, it should be fantastic. So easy. Thanks a lot, Dizzy. Pleasure, guys. Thanks, thank you. Dude.